Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Players non intro right there. I already spilled my Welcome. beer. <laughs> it's still early. This is a Welcome to episode 906. I'm just kidding. It's eight. This is nine, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I was right. Welcome to episode nine of the Players Lounge on Believe Sports Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Cyrus Hoppy. Say my name. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> This is Cyrus Hobby. Yeah, I'm Scotty Felix. Yeah, that's we right. Can, I feel like it's weird when it's just like one of us says our <laughs> name and then the other one says their name, like it's fill in the blank. I'm Scott um, Felix. I'm Cyrus Hobby, and I'm Persian. Uh, this is uh, this is our first podcast after the Coliseum podcast. If y'all didn't check that out, you should check it out. It's Most pretty sweet. Most we got to talk to three fucking ballers, all in their own rights. Yep. Uh, Willie Poole from the uh, Trojan during the. Some would say glory days, but I'd say we're in the living in the glory days. Mm. We'll, we'll get to that. I mean, USC glory days. He for had sure. two sacks in the Rose Bowl, yeah. uh, 2004. Great dude. Been, uh, spent a lot of time around him at uh, USC when I was going to school. I know you saw him around a bit. Yep. Uh, Jaleel is obviously a cl- Jaleel Pinner. Yep. Obviously the, the old homie. Uh, him and Scott were. What, what was the group you guys were a part of? The uh, boy band. Our, fro- our our friend group was called the Empire. Yeah. The, yeah. That's uh, check it out. It's really cool stuff. Like just. Dudes being dudes, you know, in the empire. Sexy. And, and uh, obviously our last guest, Tyler Hecklin, yeah. fucking sexiest man on this side of the Mississippi, uh, mm-hmm. best jawline in California three years in a row, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, mistaken. you got that stat right, yeah, and according to People's Magazine. Of yeah. course he is fucking Superman on CW, so. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody had a great interview or conversation, I should say. We never call it an interview, but. I mean, Will was saying great stuff, man. You could tell that he's got experience on experience. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalil is just good chopping it up with him. And then chopping it, chop it. Okay, chop it. G O chop. You know, it was good. It was good. It was good talking with Jalil, man. And then with Tyler, he it's, it's it was the first time talking with a non-athlete on the show. Yeah, currently, you know, yeah. at least because um, he was a he was a, he was a I was gonna say he's he's, he's got about as much D one experience as no, I do. So. No, no, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just thinking about it like he's He's not known for his athletics, but exactly. it's cool to see a guy that he actually really takes it seriously. He's fucking as promising as an actor as he is. He's yeah. he's very involved in the sports world too, which is no, cool to see guys like that. Yeah, he's just a guy that when you see him, the first thing you it's not the it's not athletics first thing you think yeah. of, you know. But I mean, talking when you see this, you're like, oh yeah, that was an athlete, obviously. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was good talking with Tyler, just being able to chop it up with him for the short ten minutes that we had. Yeah, we um, had his PR was getting on us. Yeah, bullshit, that 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 guy's mustache, I will say, is strong, phenomenal. Yeah, one of the best mustaches in the game. Shout yeah. out, Derek McClay. 
McClay Derek. Best mustache in the game. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, now you know. Before we get going, we have a word from our sponsor. Uh, this week's sponsor is, we have a clip, so sorry to our listeners. Um, Uncle Scotty's self-defense. And uh, what you're going to learn from this video is how when you get taken down, a lot of times we get in vulnerable position, somebody on top of you. Uh, this video, video will show you how to get out of that. And we've actually had to use this quite a bit. Yeah, roll the tape. Roll the tape. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah very it's good. good. It's great technique. Okay. I see what he's doing there. Yeah. We see? actually, I had to use that at the Coliseum. We had some drunken fans. Uh, yeah. We love well, all those, of our fans. Those Oregon people get crazy. But that one was rough. Yeah. I mean, and that. It's, I'll tell you what, it was a better fight than the uh, badass motherfucker belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, horror. We're talking, no, about, it was, it was, we're talking about UFC. Yeah, just now, uh, people transitioning know. here. I mean, the UFC belt. Let's check our levels. Yeah, I'm solid. yelling into this yeah. fucking mic pretty Just good, so down, I apologize. Bro. I'll step away. Down, uh, no, I mean, UFC, a little disappointing. I just don't get how you can have the badass motherfucker belt and it end in, like, the least badass way. Well, when you go and look at the cut that Nate Diaz had, it was actually pretty raunchy. No, you know? I know. It was, it, was pretty, it was pretty nasty, but I agree But he's had it before on, like... Many other fights, along with other fighters, well, that have finished that, the fight. Well, I didn't. I didn't even think about this. He just fought two months ago, so that's probably why the thing cut up. So, well, and so like easily, I get you know. the doctors, like you know, I gotta stop the fucking fight. But I don't know. Well, when I you have a when you have a two and a half inch gash above your eye, and then an inch and a half gash under your eye, that doesn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> not a good formula right there for success. And that's the thing is Nate. Diaz is just like that tough of a motherfucker where he could just have an axe in his head and he's like, I'm fucking good. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, it was disappointing, but I mean, Jorge Masvidal balled out. I just think sure. that backfired with like the badass motherfucker fight and ended up not being as exciting. I mean, it felt <laughs> it felt a little forced. I'm a, I'm the biggest UFC fan. Yeah. fine, but like, I felt a little forced with all that. But like, I was all about it, man. It's like it was like the first fight where it was kind of like just knowingly putting WWE and UFC together. A yeah, little bit, a little know? bit. I, I liked it though. I was I'm all for it. You ain't got a main event for for a championship belt. They'll Make get, one. Fuck it. They'll get better. Fuck it. <laughs> and speaking of uh, people getting. Uh, gashed and don't absolutely don't ass beaten and not good things. Don't How about that Oregon Duck USC game, huh? Yeah. Well, I don't know, Where man. Where do you start, I think man? I, maybe I don't know. Just a disclaimer for people listening <laughs> right now: maybe our voices don't sound as enthused, as bright, as hopeful. I think this episode, we're literally just going to be talking about shit, man. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about with USC, and I don't think that it's going to be quite Scotty, positive. Scotty, what's on your fucking mind, bro? I don't know. What dude, are you going to get off your chest? I'm just feeling down, you know? Yeah, what's I'm wrong? just feeling down. I feel happy with everything else in yeah, life. Right? Yeah. Just moved into a new place. That's cool, man. I'm happy about that. The, Sober uh, October's the over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me, and, <laughs> I got the car out back. Sharing it with this one random guy I don't just know. Moved, smells like shit. Just moved out of my car and yeah. into a shack. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, I mean, Sober October's over. I That's feel, good. I feel. Oh good yeah, you're having that. a drink. I didn't even know. It's yeah, cheers. first. Yeah, cheers, cheers to all baby. our listeners. Shout out to our shout us. out to our legit sponsor, Tire Biter Brewery. Yeah, Tire Biter Brewery. They're also there at the Coliseum. Amazing beer. You can see the setup. Uh, come by. Live yeah. music. 
Yeah, well, I'm I mean, actually repping one of the bands that comes here. They're yeah. called Crown the Yeti. Check this shit out. No, I, like in all, no jokes, no jokes at all. Crown the Yeti is a gangster ass band, and if you want live music in in downtown LA, come by and check these dudes we out. Shout out to Crown the Yeti. They bring a lot of funk. Um, but Tire Butter is our goddamn sponsor, so yeah. give them some love. Don't fuck around. Yeah, day ones. Anyways, what's on your mind, bro? I don't know. I think uh, don't it fucking was... hold back either. I want to hear that shit. Don't can be doing that. You, know, you stop yelling. No, at me? I want to hear that. What What do you really got to say? Just freaking plastic sword right here. Um, I'll say, going into Saturday, we stopped by Jackson Joe. We stopped by Shout Tire out. Biter Brewery. Shout out. There were a lot of people here. And we saw some former players. Shout out to Kevin Green. KG. Saw, yeah, saw Ryan Dillard. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw a couple of dudes. They were just, you know, like it was good to see him. I haven't seen him in a few years. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold for but, burp. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, it was just, it was great seeing guys. And the inci- the excitement was there. Yeah. You know, everybody was pumped up. It was, it was a like, cool game day. I'll say that. No, it was dope. Yeah, it definitely was. It was dope. But I and, will say it felt like more Oregon. <laughs> Yeah, which honestly, I mean, with with those ladies, I'm not too. Yeah, I ain't hating. (laughs) I was like, I was peeping. I'm just a bunch of blonde-haired girls walking around. I was like, hello, Oregon Ducks. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it was a great tailgate, like you said. The excitement was there. Everybody was pumped. But I don't know, dude. It's just, can you say anything positive about that last game, man? Besides Uh, the first drive, I can't say. I can say that I think it's. I will say something positive. This shit needed to happen because I think the whole year's kind of been a facade type deal of how good we are. Like the Colorado game, for example. What I remember, we called it early in the game. I was like, "Watch, we're still gonna win this thing." Yep. Everybody thinks it's good. We got fucking. That was downright fucking embarrassing on Saturday. Like we uh, we lost recruits from that game. I when think you get your ass beat I'm, that bad, you lose you lose a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I'm pretty sure that, that was the worst loss that we've taken to Oregon in over 100 years, if I remember <laughs> f- literally from a stat that I saw. Um, you know, Scott was trying to say with a disclaimer like we're not out here trying to shit on anybody, trying to shit on SC like, but at the same time, I'm trying to somewhat keep it real. That was fucking awful to watch yeah i mean and you can use every goddamn excuse in the book we have people hurt we got freshmen we got three running backs down i don't know it looked like it looked like guys that just there's there's a lot of there's a lot of alumni there there were a lot of former football players there everybody was juiced about the game you know, granted, Oregon yeah. was favored. They've had a better season than we have so far. But at the same time, though, yeah, this they past were season, seven. yeah, exactly. But at the same time, though, Utah was ranked ten when we beat them. They don't, yeah. and Oregon don't look like they didn't look like nothing special. It no. looked like we just fucking sucked. Well, Oregon looks like the best team in the Pac-12, hands down, out yeah. of every team there. Yeah. Um, but again, though, if you look at the track record for USC, we play big in big games. You know, Notre Dame even we played decent. Yeah. You know kept it close and then this game it's just like pooping all over the field and you know is it coaching is it playing i'll never question the heart of players because i think that that's just blatantly disrespectful because uh, i don't know what's going on at that point you can't question someone's heart unless they're they're evidently just loafing on the field i don't really i don't see too much of that you know but i did see just like a lack of a lack of want a lack of just if this guy punches me in my mouth. I'm coming back and I'm and I'm knocking this motherfucker out the next play. Yeah, I didn't feel the juice. Yeah, it was just, I don't um, know. Also, I think it 
can come down to coaching. I mean, really, like, those – you have to know what you got. And we got Kidon Slovis. We're, we're like, trying to make him like he's fucking – well, how many? How much time? How many throwing attempts did he have? It's like I know you're running back, but run the ball. We got all linemen. Get two yards here. Get three yards. Like it don't matter. Run the fucking ball. Kedon Slovis is not the. He- he's a fucking freshman. Like yeah. yeah, he's looked good. He's looked decent so far. I, and I'm gonna say this, no disrespect to anyone. I would fucking much rather him than J T. Daniels, and I have my reasons. Yeah, a lot but, of people. A lot of people feel that way. But I'm not gonna. But set him up for success, bro. Like let run the ball, throw some short fucking passes. Like quit trying to make this guy sit in the pocket and make a quarterback out of him. It's like he's just not there yet, and we're yeah. acting like he is. I don't know, man. I think there's a way you can set your players up to not fail. And 100. Uh, percent You know, a lot of it's on the senior guys, older guys, to bring that heat and take it upon yourself to like not get you know to do your job, but. I also think, you know, we have to – I've been – people people have been shitting on me for backing up Coach Helton because I feel like I have been for a while, but this one was like – Everybody does. Everybody that's played for him does because you realize you how good a, of a man he is. you know he's a good fucking he's – a, He's a that's, – that's a common that's a common theme is Coach Helton's a great man. No questions asked at all. He's a good coach. There's no question about that. But there's also a thing about like, are you a good head coach? Where we're at, where yeah. SC's at. Yeah. I just and don't think it lines up. It's just, it's just like right now, you know, like culture. Uh, I was talking to, I was talking to Mark. Shout out to Mark. Our Mark Bednord's tie the guy, the yeah, guy who owns the- my life. Um, <laughs> Mark. I was talking to him. I was, he was, he was asking about coaching and stuff like that. And I'm just like, at what point do you? Let's say you have a friend working for you at a job. And your friend is just working like shit. Do you keep letting him work like shit because he's your boy, or do you sit there and call him out and be like, "Yo, man, you got to do better than that, dude"? You know, and that's kind of like how I feel now at this point because there's no reason why we should. If we take an L to Oregon, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, give and give and take. Oregon's one of the better programs in the Pac-12 the last decade. But we got but, disrespected. Yeah, exactly. Disrespected. You got smashed. And you can't lose like that at SC. No. There's really no excuse. That's the only reason. That, that's the only thing I have to say. Is no. There's. That's what makes me adamant about, like, you know, it's just not the guy right now for where we need to be. I just think that I, love every, him I just think heart. that I, I think that everything needs to just kind of be closed chapter and move on to a new chapter, you know? Like, we need to get. So, do you from, let him finish out the season? 100%. Yeah. yeah. No. When we talk about, like, having a new chapter, you can't. You can't let the guy go midway because, one, that's just utterly disrespectful based off of his resume. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. At the end of the day, Coach Helton brought us a Rose Bowl post-sanctions. And he's, so been, he here. Is, he's been here since yeah. for through the shit. Yeah. Coach, Hel- me, Coach Helton is a day one. So if I hear any kind of any kind of SC fan like talking shit about Coach Helton, like you need to get checked because that's a guy that has been here, all, like you said, all the way through sanctions. He led us to our first Rose Bowl victory post-sanctions. Mm-hmm. So like he's held it down, man. You know, 100%. so you can't, so you, yeah, so you can't really say too much about him other than just being like, yo, it's like, it's not the right time and place right now. And again, I just think he's, he's so <laughs> not in fucking control at OSC with how much shit they got going on with yeah. people higher up with the university as a whole. I don't think their focus is on football being good. And I think they like a guy like Helton because he's kind of just an, We'll follow, you know, we'll follow the rule. Like, nobody's going to get in trouble. Yeah. But then when you get lose this bad, that's when they're like, oh, shit. 
can't. Well, be make no mistake. Here. Make no mistake about how much USC football makes for USC in terms of the dough. I don't know comparatively. How I do think, you know comparatively I think, to I think, the I think donors? Com- no, 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 no. I don't think. Well, we got you, engineering school. We got cinema school. We got. I'm not. Bio- I'm, dentists. I'm not. I'm, you know not, what I'm, I'm not knocking that. I ain't knocking that at all because they bring in lots of money. Right. But I'm talking about USC football also when it's thriving. Right. Compared to where it is right now. But, a lot different but i my argument is that they're they don't the give and take is not the same like they don't make enough from football where they're willing to risk scandal and shit from the school because the sc shit put them and they already that's the thing is they have enough going on with the fucking doctor that was touching girls which is well that's just weird fucking come on that's just downright disgusting That dude, the chick with uh, the Full House lady, what's her name? Um, yeah, they have enough scandals going on right now. I just mean that but. I don't think their their focus is on like, oh, let's make the football the bet, like let's get Urban Meyer and Pete Carroll and make it all good again. I think they're just like Helton, perfect. He's been here. He's gonna listen to what we say. He's not gonna get crazy. But you also have people there that live and die USC football that will not relax until we are back to being on top yeah and, and those are the people that are got their hands they're like their hands are around yeah, it too but, much but i think it's just it's funny because it's bringing in let's say just because everybody's talking about it we're not going to ne- neglect it right now mm-hmm. everybody's talking about urban meyer yes uh, people are saying no, everybody people, i talk to well i keep like seeing on twitter <laughs> that like all the all the journalists are reporting that like urban meyer's you know on the number one spot for usc to hire right. sources they you know, but <laughs> I think Players it's going to be team. it's going to be unnecessary <laughs> when when they bring in Urban because yeah. Urban is going to take over the whole program. Urban's not going to go in there similar to how Coach O is. He's not walking in there like okay, I'll only have sixty percent control. He's like, no, nah, motherfucker, this is a hundred percent me. I'm bringing in my people, and at the same time, when the guy's successful at every single job he's had. You can't even you can't dispute it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be the same urban, but I will say to your point that he provides a level of efficiency of talent where like he wouldn't be treating guys like like the culture would be different because he's been around top yeah. talent in Florida at Ohio State. Like the dude knows, so like you can't come in there thinking your shit don't stink because it's Urban Meyer. He's been around the best that's, fucking players. I think that that's that, something that's different. Personally, I think that that's one factor that has been missing from USC is that the shit don't stink um, factor is is not there. I don't know what <laughs> that is. Please elaborate. <laughs> Elaborating, just being like, just completely just real about it. I don't think that people get checked no more. Maker of- When I, yes, when I came in there, when you came in there, we were both highly recruited, as is everyone that goes to USC. But the thing Expected. was on that team and the team that you were on when you first came in there, you got slapped around, not physically, sometimes, but like no metaphorically, comment. you would get you would get checked. You know, it's like a big brother, like you you're flexing There's around. There's hierarchies. The house. There's yes. very present and clear yes. hierarchies of who is doing what. The yes. seniors did a great job of yes. breaking you. They would they would chop you down, but then they would bring you up because that was the same process that happened with them. I kid, I don't. I'm not going to name specific names because I don't want to be throwing people under the bus like a snitch. But there, 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 there are certain players in like recent years where we all have heard them down the grapevine of former players, freshmen that have come in in the past two, three years that have been acting a fool, and yep. nobody checks them in the locker room. And you can see how they play on the field. No. They play about me, 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 me. You see that. Not that everybody does that, but there's a handful of guys that are like that. It's and culture. When, exactly. Yeah, it, it rubs off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know, and I think that. I'm getting, I'm getting after it today. Refreshing I'm sorry. about when we came in was like, 
I think we SC the past few years has had good uh, guys that know how to do their thing, like guys that know how to show up early, do their thing, train extra, do the extra stuff, go to class individually. Mm-hmm. But when I came in as a freshman, you had dudes that like pretty much took you on the wing to like, hey, show up at six, and you're like, well, I don't want to. Sh-. It's like, no, get your ass there at six a.m. to go through this workout with this senior, and watch him do what he what he does. Mm-hmm. I had guys guys like Colin Holmes. Matt Khalil, sorry, we got a fucking bogey outside. Sorry, yeah, we get uh, fans see. that always try to attack the studio, so we have to be on. And by fans, we mean homeless people. <laughs> Crackheads. <laughs> by fans, we mean junkies. Guys like Matt Khalil, guys like Tupo, Perry, Red. I mean, we we always say the names. Like, they held you to a certain standard. And that's just like a cultural thing because they came from the Carroll days when it was like you showed up fucking hot. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't see it anymore. I don't feel it anymore. And Helton has done his best to like preserve some of it, but he's also dealing, again, I think this is where I give Helton credit. I think he's dealing with way more bullshit than people know. I mean, he just looks stressed out on camera to me. Just (laughs) from being around him, like as a human being, I'm like, oh, coach, come on, man. You don't need this. He deserves better. He does. He really does. Like, I don't, I don't want him to have an SC job, but a guy like Urban, who's been at these, especially like different places, you can bring that to – imagine if you have a great five-star recruit that comes in and you set that early with them. They It bleeds down. Like, that's how hierarchy is supposed to work. It's supposed to bleed down, and I just haven't seen that. Yeah. So. Got a bogey? Yeah, yeah we got another great. bogey. I mean – That's one of our that's one of our sponsors coming in. She's cool. <laughs> so, I think yeah, culture – I mean, I don't want to – I don't want to – Biggest thing. Yeah, I don't want to keep on running around in Time circles out? and shit like that. Which one? The guy yeah. with the hoodie? Yeah. Is he still yeah. running around? We got bogeys right now. We're keeping it live. We're not cutting. We're not cutting. We're not we're not cutting right now. We're keeping this going. We have a guy outside the we have a guy outside the brewery right now who's lingering, looking a little creepy. Managers coming over here talking guys, to Cyrus. Cyrus might have to go out there and, and handle some shit. So I'm gonna keep you guys company right now. Fucking around here. We ain't cutting. We ain't cutting. We're gonna we're gonna keep talking. All I'll hold it down. Don't worry. But, um, yeah, take the sword. So we're – I don't want to keep on harping about this whole thing about culture and uh, all these things that you can really talk shit about on USC because it's at, at one point you're just going in circles. I think changes need to be made. I think that we need to revamp the culture because if you look at the Coliseum, you know, one a great indicator for our teams – and the, the, the enthusiasm for our teams is that when you look at opening kickoff in the Coliseum on a primetime game, Saturday night, 5 o'clock p.m., live on Fox, there is no reason why the Coliseum should not be sold out and be juiced, be electric. The Coliseum, I would say, is one of the best, top three best stadiums in the entire country. There's no reason why we shouldn't be having that thing jumping for a game like Oregon, which is number seven. Granted, we should be ranked higher. I completely agree. But at the same time, there's no reason why that thing shouldn't be sold out. A brand new Coliseum. Everything's updated. We have for the first time in forever. You know, it's a it's it's our opportunity to show the country what we're about. You know, you look at Clemson, you look at Alabama, you look at uh, at Texas even. Look at all these schools, and they have just juice across the stadium you're just like wow that's a football environment you know and that's a reflection of the team 
you know, and, and granted some of those places don't have as much going on as, as Los Angeles does, but at the same time, man, there's pride, there's culture, there's, 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 there's a, there's a certain level of expectation that USC has and we'll pull hit on it in our, in our conversation with him on Saturday at the game. USC is about excellence. It's about excellence. And that's something that is missing right now. We're not, we're not an excellent program at this point. We're not playing with that level uh, of, of integrity. We're trying. I'm not knocking anybody's want to. Uh, the, I think the players are doing the best that they can, and I respect every single player on that team. I think that they're all playing as hard as they can, and I'm impressed with a lot of them because they look they look really good in the talent wise. You know, they look they look really athletic. They look really strong, but it's different when you're talking about a team. You know, talking about a team. So I just. I want to see the Coliseum back to that one time when it was like a 2008 and you have USC versus Ohio State and they're at the Coliseum and the stadium is sold out to the entire capacity. There's no, there's not one seat available. And I just think that USC, we got to make some changes to get back to that point in the program. How was that bump? I agree. How was that guy? We can't talk about just what went on down there, but... Uh, Did you get physical? Y'all got to stop coming to the studio, man. I'm yeah. tired of this shit. Well, fan mail gets crazy. But segueing with fan mail, okay. since it got brought up, are you okay? I'm all right. All right. Emotionally, cool. I'm a little torn okay. up. Okay. Well, let's he go Let's go, Let's go. go to fan mail. What did you talk about while I was gone? I was talking... You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand Cyrus. Can't, can we do something to get this guy can fired? Can we talk about how much better the show is? <laughs> What if it's just me? You know, it's just me. I just me. I was just ranting about how I want my own show. Come on, Bron. Come on. Shout out to Bron. Yeah, Bron came coming through. By, coming through the podcast. Yeah, That's the owner, the the owner of Believe Podcast. Believe Podcast Network, Network. came by on our Bron. show. He's showing love. He was drinking some of that tire by a beer. Don't let him tell you. He's freaky. Bron's the man. Tell you otherwise. Yeah. Brown's the man. Are you pulling up fan mail? I'm pulling up fan mail. I'm um, I'm trying to find the best. Well, you're looking for it. Anytime you lose like that at a fucking program, I guess. See, like that shit's downright embarrassing, and it it, ta- it should everybody should take responsibility for it. There really is no things to play excuse for. And like I said, you're losing a fuckload of really good because recruits are already like. I see. Like they're already like that kind of. Like we end up getting some good ones because it's like they come to the campus, jump good time. Yeah. You lose a fucking game like that to a Pac-12 team like Oregon. Recruits aren't doing that. They're like, dude, I'm what? How much did you lose by? What yeah. was the score? Yeah. Oh, you That's lose. You lose the top end guys that you need, and you can't. That's again, point, losses are okay, but embarrassing losses like that. Yeah. USC should never lose embarrassingly like that. That's where I'm. But switching to positivity okay. and happiness and a good time, because that's what we're about love, here. Love and happiness. So this is based off of our conversation with Tyler Hecklin on Saturday. He's got just a little bit of fans. Yeah. Uh, they were they were <laughs> tweeting they were tweeting at us all That'd weekend. They're clamoring for the interview. They're like, release it. And we did. Ahead of schedule. Ahead of schedule and under budget, we released it. So this is from But we ain't complaining. At Frocky on Twitter. Nice. My fave interviews happen when the interviewer listens with care with which I should listen. So every answer becomes the right answer. Mostly a worthy one. Nice job, Scott and Cyrus. Tyler Hecklin, eyes on the stars and feet on the ground and brain in his head. 
Hashtag talent. Don't really know what the last part of that that note means, but Sorry, the middle of it, I really like it. Uh, I think that's what we're about as a as a as a podcast. Actually listening to people and not just sitting there and asking a question, hearing what they say, and then moving on to the next question without even acknowledging what they said. So I'm pretty Sorry, happy. Man, I still got I got this. I He's got, got bogeys PTSD. out here that I gotta be. It's PTSD on. right now. We're filming this show at 11 a.m. <laughs> on Figueroa Street. So. <laughs> I don't mean to be keep interrupting. Um, that was of, really cool to hear. Yeah. Glad people are sharing the actual positive things. Yeah. Well, she's not a USC <laughs> fan, so it's good, you know. But uh, yeah, it was it was a she's good time. Not, she's not a SC time. football fan at all. No, it was a good time, man. Yeah. We're getting a lot of good feedback on this show, and you know. Uh, there's a couple things in the works for some uh, some NFL things postseason. So you know we'll keep we'll keep oh, people. Man, we're gonna be. That. I mean, don't don't reveal it yet. Don't reveal it yet because we still got some things working on getting solidified. Think, yeah, we're starting to. We're, we're we're cooking with gas. We're up. showing you little tickles of what we can get going with the Coliseum. I think once the season's done, you're gonna see some funky stuff in the studio. We're gonna be talking about some crazy shit. So well, it's gonna. I would argue that the show's gonna be better in the off season or different. I would say it's gonna be different in the off season because we're gonna have NFL guys in here, and we're gonna have all types better. of people. Honestly, yeah. if I can get fucking neuroscientists in here, we're gonna get all types of people in here to talk. Obviously, we have you don't access. Even know how to spell neuroscientist? N e u r o s c i e n, tist. <laughs> I think that make the rules yourself, mate. I think when you we're trying, you know, obviously, like this show centers around SC football, but football and football is like life. You know, a lot it, like life is a game of inches, and you we can, fight. But you can only talk about it so much. You know, bye bye. Our other sponsor, bye bye. Um, we got a lot of sponsors. You know, the there's. Um, um, I, I, how do I say this without sounding like a complete dick? If USC loses one weekend, my entire weekend isn't ruined. I'm going to be honest, as is most people, as is yeah. most guys, unless you're a diehard fan. Uh, it bums me out when I see the program in shambles. But when yeah. we take an L, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Well, that sucks, but moving on. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's, I, don't get, I don't get upset about L's. I get upset about, like – the way we lose sometimes, like but he, just, even yeah, yeah, like but you know what I mean. Like I love, yeah. We're the only. Re I'm not like what I'm saying is that we're not in here. Like every time we talk to each other, we're talking about USC football. That's not the case. Oh, we oh, we we see. talk about football because that's something that our podcast is centered around. And you know, if we have to elaborate on it, so be it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say my piece. But I'm not over here talking to like to Devon Kennard, to Leo, to you. To anybody that's played and be like, dude, what are we do about the program? But when you sit there and focus on it, it's like, dude, what the fuck is going think, on right now? I think there's just too much going on in the world that yeah. oh, we gotta talk about it. And there's luckily, nastiness. We just used SC football as a way to get this show. So, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank bro. We're <you>. just joking. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much that could be said, but I, uh, I appreciate when dudes that like I didn't realize. Hecklin was such a big SC fan. It's cool when we get guys no, like I that. I, he is that's a different opinion of 
that's like a different way of thinking that people have, you know, when we get somebody like that because this dude's a high level actor and Well he's yeah, I mean I wanna hear what he says to say. I wish we could have him longer than fucking ten minutes. We'll get him on the show for a solo episode for sure. He yeah. wants to. I mean he's he was already saying that that was yeah. one of the funnest interviews he's done. So but it's not an interview, it's a conversation, damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Don't don't fucking say interview. But uh yeah, man. Uh, and I he, what the fuck I was gonna say. You're gonna say something about how like I'm working to get my jawline like his. If I can, that would be like an ultimate win. But well, I think the I think the neck weights are working. Oh man, I this think, motherfucker. I think is, is he still? Dude, we still got bogeys. We it's the same bogey, and he just keeps walking back and forth. Well, until he walks into J and J, that's I when mean, we he go bought get a his coffee. Ass. That's the only thing that's holding me back. <laughs> but so it's not technically loitering. I wish we had a live thing so I can ask my our fucking followers what we is might, loitering. What we is might have to get on foot and go record this. Oh, he's but, getting his bike. Okay. But sorry for if we're cutting it up and if we're not cutting it up. Hopefully you can just stay tuned. I might be and Scott's gonna grab the camera and bring it outside. We might be getting in a fight with a homeless man. Are we live? Okay, well, welcome back. Sometimes we gotta, sometimes we gotta get down. We gotta earn our keep over here. (laughs) You can't just do free shows, baby. You gotta, uh, you gotta fight off the. No, we nothing, nothing crazy happened. Just have to. I'll tell you what, communication, communication with people is huge. Yeah, and you have to know how to talk to people. You know, people, we had a dude that was just being unruly and I'm always very, spilling my beer. very easily could have got physical and uh, we did a good job. So I'm proud of that. Sorry, <laughs> knows how to talk. There's a dead guy in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, I will say you handled it pretty well. Sorry, this guy was just bugging outside of Jackson Joe's asking if he could come back in. Uh, he wasn't even asking if he could come back in. He was just asking a bunch of random ass questions, talking about trees and shit. But... 
you can't hit people. Moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to no, talk to No, the moral to of the story is, yeah, just communication is key. Yeah. Cyrus did good, and then he asked me shit, and I was just like, bro, just leave. I hate you. Oh. Get out of here. Anyways, sorry to interrupt our podcast, but I have to I have to be on watch because uh, you know as beautiful of an area as SC is, as, and it's getting better. As beautiful as Figueroa is, <laughs> there's some sketchy parts around SC, and you know not sketchy, but you just have to. There's people that are not necessarily. Uh, well, you're the, the villain in someone else's in the story. Same, I know I am. That's why I'm being trying to be empathetic. It's like it's all, it's it, all it, good. there's people in their own world out here, and they you don't know what they're causing. And when there's families and kids that come here and shit, I get very protective of when yeah. people want to try to act a certain way. Yeah. Well, so, there's so a lot gonna, of jokes that can be said right now, but so we'll I'm heated up coming into the second part of this fucking interview conversation. Well, we're going to end the show soon. So Yeah, we are. We can't talk much longer. But I do want to ask you about, I, th- I mean, and I don't know much about it. Well, let's just talk shit. Let's just talk shit. I don't shit. know if you do either, but the dude, uh, Trent Williams on the Redskins. I don't know too much about <laughs> it. This guy apparently. So just, a, just, just who is Trent Williams? Trent Williams is the all-pro left tackle for the Washington Redskins. He's freaking, they call him this freaking silverback because he's a massive human being, light on his feet, one of the best tackles, one, been one of my favorite offensive tackles to watch in the NFL. He's the guy that punched Richard Sherman in that playoff game, right? Better known as the guy that punched yeah. Richard Sherman. I'll punch you in your motherfucking face. Do it then. Uh, <laughs> whack. Oh! That's a dude that you do not want to get into a fucking yeah, fight well, with. Yeah. Um no, thank you. Anyways, so what's going on with this guy? He's been he was holding out for the whole season, and apparently he had a like a tumor on his fucking head, like a cancerous tumor, and doctors were negligent. They downplayed it, and they like tried to get him to continue to play. And uh, I think he just recently, like as of twenty four hours, said like he doesn't want the NFLPA to pursue like um, legal action legal towards action it? towards it. So, so this, I'm interested. This is, a, this is a fact. It's all coming out right now. So like, I'm interested to hear like what really was going down. But on the surface, the story that they were painting was that like the doctors were pretty much like, "Oh, you're f-. the old same old fucking story. Oh, you're fine. You're good to go." And then there's mm. a fucking cancerous tumor on this guy's head. So he's still he hasn't gotten it dealt with yet. It's being dealt with right now. The NFLPA oh. is chomping at the bit. I mean, that's well, I don't know enough to even really comment on this story. But if that is true, then that's pretty fucked. But I will comment. Yeah. This is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Anyways, I don't it's, know too much about it. I'll but. say this: it's more bad press for the NFL, and even if they don't pursue it, it's just like, come on, y'all. What do you, you know, what are we trying to do here? Yeah, the NFL hasn't really looked too good this year. I think uh, they've been on, having a rough couple of years, bro. I think they've been having a rough couple of years, and I just. I don't know, man. I watch games now. Actually, I will say the Ravens Patriots game was kind of fun to watch. But it's like refs are refs are like half the game. Like half the game is watching a ref talk now. They're getting weird with Yeah, it's 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 strange because at the same time now I know the NBA does it, but if you like criticize the refs you get a huge fine. But I feel like when there's Which is crazy. But it's like yeah, that's like that's like some dictator (laughs) shit. It's like don't question all authority. Yeah, but that's also which amendment is it where it's free speech? Is that second <laughs> amendment? <laughs> but and that's like, it. it's literally free a, speech. You're working for a company, so it's different. Like you can't, obviously you can't badmouth your company. And what, I, I, I mean, there's, you can, but like actions will be taken. But I'm just saying as a fan, like I watch games, I'm like, dude, these refs need to fuck off. Like, Well, the NFL made a huge mistake and an impulsive one by 
implementing that pass interference call or the pass interference review because now it's just completely bogus. It slows up the game way too much. I saw one stat that the coaches that challenge the pass interferences are have like literally like a 10% success rate, if that. I mean, it came off of that Saints-Rams one. Shout out to Nikel Roby. Nikel Roby, for real. Come on the show. Yeah, we need you on the show, buddy. Not for that reason, because he's, he's a good-ass dude. I yeah. don't give a fuck what anybody says about that play. Nikel Roby is one of the best slot corners in the game. Easy. And that motherfucker, not only that, is one of the hardest fucking working dudes i've ever seen like that motherfucker yeah. is what five foot one and <laughs> a little shorter 96 pounds yeah. and is fucking killing it in the nfl talk about he's a really good story i hope we can get him on the podcast because anybody that doesn't know about nikel roby coleman look his ass up because yeah. he's a fucking no, he's, he's a good dude to, he's a, it's a great he's, story he's that he embodies that culture of what we talked about at sc i mean yeah. dbab the story uh <laughs> i don't know if we talked about it on this, on this we have podcast. never talked about dbab so T- <laughs> okay quick thing. before you get into dbab nikel roby coleman is one of the guys that we would look at and we would say it was a great leader at usc a guy that we talk about uh is needed at usc right now yes there's no there's none of this anymore and none of that no more you know nikel was one of those guys as so, a player and and off off the yes. field too as a nikel nikel a plus on all levels Besides um, we had a meeting my second year. So it's after the first year. We were on my freshman, yeah, my freshman year. This is this is Scott's freshman year, my second year. We just went ten and two. We kicked ass. We were number one. And Coach Baxter was trying to establish some type of like I don't know what it is, like chant, mantra, saying, like something that for us to come his back tenth, to. His tenth chant. Yeah, like Baxter, I love shout out to Coach Baxter. He taught me a lot of good shit, but he just You know that we're twelfth in the Pac twelve in kickoff coverage? Oh, come on. Sorry to yell under the mic, but some guys will get it. No, I do I do fuck with Coach Bax, but he had us doing this goddamn – we had this, like, chant. I don't know what he was trying to create again, like a team mantra. And he, like, opened it up to the team. He was like, does anybody have a, uh, a suggestion of, of what we should do or what we should say to each other, like, to get going? And, like, everybody looked around, like, nobody said anything. And I'll just always remember Nikhil, like, hey, like – don't be a bitch like for <laughs> real and like everybody started laughing but everybody also was like yeah like tj was like he's like yeah and then Colin like kind of joked like laughed about it, but he's like don't be a bitch no Colin was like dbab dbab he's like yeah don't be a bitch dog like anything you do like don't be- okay and i get that there's gonna be females like yeah what do you mean and like whatever but it made a lot of sense to us at the it time it has nothing to do with women it has nothing to do with being like it's like don't be a bitch it's a term used and yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> i'm not gonna explain the term yeah i don't need do you know what it means if you're yeah. a dude and whatever yeah. it's a term that it, it, whether or not you agree with it you instantly resonate with it and so dbab Nikel roby shout out ain't trying to throw shade on anybody Anyways. Audience, audience, D-Bab. Come on, D-Bab. Audience, Hashtag D-Bab. D-Bab. We're, that's the name of this episode is D-Bab. Don't yeah. be a bitch. Yeah. But it made sense, and uh, we went the opposite way that year. We fucking lost like six games. We yeah. were we had a few bitches on the team. But um, Nikel Roby is a dude that I hope we can get on, and he's, again, the type of attitude. Anyways, back to the original point. Let's uh, – that, <laughs> that Saints That Saints game – he, I don't even think he denied that he fucked up. No, but, the refs fucked up. But since then, but the NFL fucked the whole Since thing then, up. they've just gotten overly, overly butthole tight, and uh, 
It's just boring to watch now. I just think the NFL is they're they're going to be struggling. They're going to be struggling for a bit. Um, they can have the Patriots keep winning, and maybe they're making revenue off that. But I don't think. Well, I don't know. There's, it's a it's a bunch of hocus pocus at this point with all these refs. I do love watching Lamar fucking Jackson, bro. He's a beast. That boy He's good. That boy. That good. boy. Like good, good, good. obviously Vic was the OG and he was fast. Well, he broke he, Vic's record. I think he was faster than I think Vic was faster just speed wise. But Lamar Shifty. running, bro, I like he's yeah. more fun to watch than like half the running backs and receivers. Like he yeah. is so fun to watch and he can just yuck it whenever. So, so I think he's a guy that can fucking the NFL needs to like bank on some of these players that are just yeah. like really bringing resurgence. Yeah. Let's close off this episode <laughs> with, I didn't tell you about this before the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you need to get that checked out. <laughs> but, all right, let's play a little game since we ain't got no guest today besides the pumpkin. Besides the, <laughs> besides the pumpkin and the plastic sword. That's the only um, guest they agreed to right, come on. Let's ask random questions to each other at rapid fire and ask, and, you know, you answer them. Mm-hmm. So let's just do, like, three rounds just to see what we get you okay. know but don't nothing offensive good luck what do you have in mind you sound like you have something in mind that you want to i honestly me. have no so you have this game you just have no it's any question in the world any it's just you world. just ask three questions and so i ask a question to you you answer yeah. it let's try and answer it within a few seconds you know we don't want to take a whole podcast to answer the question and then as soon as you answer you ask me a question and then i'll answer it and then we'll just do that like Two or three times. Right. Let the view. Let the viewers really get to know us. All right. You wanna. You want a question or you want to answer first? You don't have anything ready, so I got you. I mean, I'll ask a random. All right. All right. All right we'll uh, start. Start the clock now. First time you kissed a dude. Ooh. <laughs> that was. Uh, that was two years ago on a film that I was casting yeah. a student film. Uh, I did play a gay character on the show that was nice, in dude. high school. Um, it was I, that was the first and only time I've ever kissed a guy, and I just looked at it as like jumping in a pool. Might as well jump headfirst, <laughs> and I did it. And uh, it it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. For art, it was in it. the name of art. I did it. I like that you're trying to explain it. All right, I did it. Good. Favorite movie of all time and why? Roadhouse because uh, Patrick Swayze is at the highest swag level I've ever seen of any character. Tight black pants, solid, beautiful mullet. Really captures that late 80s, early 90s mullet. And obviously, yeah. you got Sam fucking Elliot in there too. Miho. Mm-hmm. I love Roadhouse. Okay. That's a good answer. Hmm. Do you remember? First time you ever beat a kid up? Hmm, man. I remember a bunch of times <laughs> I beat a kid up. <laughs> fucking bully, dude. Jesus as a, Christ, as a, bro. As a, it was a setup. And you n- fucking oh, I beat a bunch of kids <laughs> up when I was a kid. But oh, they were all kids up. No, no, no. They were, I was always, like you said, I was always a protector in school because I feel like there were a bunch of kids that would get bullied, specifically my little brother, and I would beat the shit out of kids. And so they you tried bit to out him. the bullies? 100%. I'd fuck kids up, even if mm-hmm. I didn't know the kid that was getting bullied. So what was the first one Uh, that you can think of? Mm, probably elementary school, probably in like third to fifth grade. Do you remember her name? 
<laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I think that there was. I think there was one time when my little brother Kyle was getting bullied by two kids, and they were coincidentally brothers. One, <laughs> brother on brother action. Yeah, yeah in yeah. fifth grade. Yeah, but, but one was one was a grade older than me, and then one was like the same grade as Kyle, and they were like ju- like a like a team picking on Kyle. Bro, and I've caught them doing it one day because I didn't know about it in the cafeteria, and it was on Crazy Hair Day. So I had like little, I had like little pigtails in my hair, so I looked like a complete just asshole. And then I saw them picking on Kyle because you know how in, in elementary school everybody had lunch with each other in the cafeteria. Right. I saw them doing that, and I went over there and just started beating the shit out of them, dude. And two at a time, brother yeah. on brother action. Yeah, but bro. Kyle, Kyle you was can't too. Pay for that Kyle shit. was too little. Kyle couldn't fight. He was. He would, yeah, he would have got messed up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was over there with these little like pigtails in there, just like. Nah. Acting all badass and shit. That's <laughs> I'll kick your ass. <laughs> that's my funny. brother again, bitch. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was, that's a good question. That's, cool. that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. I was genuinely curious. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a nice one. What is one thing you must do in your life before you die? Serious question, and why? Man, must do. I really want to swim up a waterfall. Yeah. Don't know how to do it. Don't know how to get it done. But let me, t- <laughs> <laughs> let me, hey, listen to me. I'm doing it before I fucking die. I will swim up a goddamn waterfall. Let me process this. Look at it. Before Picture you die. my naked ass cheeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's while I die. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll be, yeah, done. I, mean, I might die. I think that's what it is, is that while you I, die, you're going to try and do it. That's one thing I really want to do. You're going to, you're going to sit at the bottom of a waterfall and try and, I don't know the science behind it yet. I don't know if you have to like run in at the side or if you just believe in yourself, but there's a part of me that thinks that you can get the science to back it where because there's enough water there and if you have a strong enough current going with your hips, feet, and can (laughs) hit the right angle, you're able to swim up it. I'm not saying it's easy. You're fighting gravity, but... I'm just imagining you jumping in there and actually doing it. I'm like, holy God! shit, it's real. He's do- I'm doing it, Peter. I know we're not supposed to break on the show. Hey, you asked, motherfucker. Jeez, that's a, that is, I just want everybody to close their eyes and envisioning a naked Cyrus swimming up a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Niagara Falls. Yeah, that's a beautiful image. Shaped. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. What is your... Number one celebrity crush. Right now? First right. thing that comes to head. No, from fucking seventh grade. Yeah, right now. Well, there's there's different ages. No, I want to know now. Sorry. Athlete, actress, scientist. Who's your number one crush? Number one crush right now. Or actor, I don't know. You know? I know you're into Brad Pitt a lot. Brad Pitt is hey, don't you dare, don't you dare. Yeah, don't badmouth Brad. Don't you dare bring don't up ma- Brad. Don't badmouth Bradley Pitts. Don't badmouth Brad. Don't badmouth. Uh, <laughs> damn, celebrity crush right now. I don't really care too much about celebrities right now, but if I had to look at... Object- okay, your number one fucking If I have to objectify a woman <laughs> for her beauty and her aura and just her sexiness as a woman and all her power... the trend i don't want to go with the trend maybe maybe you don't want to go with the trend but it's where your head's at it's uh, it's what i'm thinking it's the first thing that comes to mind sigourney weaver no but what about what about what about like some like some fine wine 
Yeah, you know? there's a lot of fine one. Mm. <laughs> More noises. That'll help. Oh, I'm going to have White. to say... She's close. She's number two. I would have to say it is a tie. Oh. Between Halle Berry right now yeah. and... What's her name? Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Both beautiful women. So Halle Berry now, not Halle Berry. Because some would argue... I mean, you can't... Some would argue, and I don't agree, but that Halle Berry's prime was like Catwoman days, like that area. You not necessarily a movie, but... I won't dispute that. But she does... She is like a fun... Or James you know. Bond. Yeah, Jimmy B. Yeah, that was a good movie. I think that Halle Berry has been gorgeous her entire life. Yeah, she definitely so, takes the cake. John Wick 3, shout out. I haven't she seen kicked, it yet. Oh, she kicks it all. <laughs> she looks so dope. So you're not even a real Halle Berry fan. Yeah, and Kravitz too. Shout out Jason Momoa. That's his daughter, bro. What? He's married to her mom. Oh, Lisa shit. Monet, that's her mom. Oh, so, oh sick, my God. Sick yeah, pervert. shout out. That's his daughter. Jeez. Yeah, he made that. It was a sexual reference, you dog. No, I mean, I was just saying shout out. Pig! To Momoa. <laughs> you know, Aquaman, permission to come aboard. Ugh. One of the worst opening lines in movie history. That's again besides the point. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. You have to go to a desert island, and you have to pack three things. What are they? Oh, man, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot. Yeah, I've been thinking about this quite a bit. Um, you know, we did a test on this at USC that if you were, like, stranded, what you would need to survive and what would be your best odds. Best odds. What class was that? Communications masters. We had to do it as a group exercise where you had to figure out there's 15 items and you had to rank them, which would be the most, like, important to survive. And I totally got it all wrong i said how'd you salt fail? how'd you fail that because test? i saw salt and i was like oh if you're stranded like you need salt but the other guy was like no so i did oh like 20 push-ups to the class because i bet my whole, i bet 20 push-ups on it it's actually a really fun time good lord but that's not what you asked you asked three items that you Desert would island survive uh cell phone with connection <laughs> <laughs> that's two separate things. that would be a cell phone and connection that's two different things okay buddy. i'll take those two that way okay. i can call Whoever I need no, to. No, no, I mean, you ain't getting off the on. You're stranded on the other Oh, okay, stranded on. Yeah, okay, I was going to say I'd get the phone. Well, maybe still a phone to call maybe people. Right. <laughs> not okay. just joking. All right. All right, let's be real. <sighs> to survive, do you get like a same meal every day or just like There's no questions. Items? There's no oh, questions. Right. Just three things you're going to bring. Don't overcomplicate the well, I'm going to bring question. a football. Let's be honest. I know what to do with it. I can have fun with it. Can Might turn it into a Wilson thing. Can help you chop. <laughs> can help you chop trees, though. I mean, no, no, but sad. you know, a football is Wilson. It's my buddy. His name would be Niffle. No, they have the. Uh, I'd get the XFL ball oh. just because it's Xavier. So you call him Xavier. 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 Okay, two and three. Machete and a flashlight. A football <laughs> machete and a flashlight. Flashlight. <laughs> Actually, no, you made a good point. Fleshlight with a light on the end of it, so it doubles as a flashlight because that's just being smart. <laughs> and you could be hands-free. What's a flashlight for people that don't know what a flashlight is? So a flashlight, is? it looks like a flashlight. I believe <laughs> they call it also known as a pocket pussy. And it's just for, it's just an item for, uh, for men to... Um, <laughs> you know what a fucking flashlight is. Look it up online. You can wrap it around your sphincter. 
and then you enjoy. But I don't know. I mean, it could be used for multiple things. Like I said, you put a fu- you put a, a light on the end of it. Hands free. Got the machete in my hand. Got the football in the other. Plus, I got light in the dark and get around. So, how does that light project? Is it? <laughs> you know, damn well where it's projecting from. Right. I'm on the island by myself. All right. All Why right. do I have to answer All to right. you? You heard it here Why? first, guys. That's Cyrus's thing. For uh, I hate to you're break it to me? you. You're judging me now. I hate huh? to break. I hate to break it, but you're dying in two days. <laughs> yeah, right. If I got a machete and a flashlight, that you can bargain. If I find some like weird tribe, I'm like, hey got this thing change your life yeah give them disease whatever it is yeah, well that's disgusting but um, all right guys well let's uh let's close <laughs> before it gets let's get we- the hell out of here before it gets point. weirder we yeah, gotta let's get wrap the hell it out of here okay sorry shout bron. out to our sponsor uh <laughs> sorry bron <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, Crown sorry, the to sorry to all the viewers that just barfed out the window right now <laughs> <laughs> or the and then the viewers that were like yeah i got that shout out to black by young that's yeah. our boy check yeah. him out on instagram black a by great young. a great uh clothing designer i will say yeah skateboard black. For all you skateboard fans, the company out there, Black Bay Young, great dude. Crown the Eddy, great band. We're sitting in Tire Biter Brewery. Come down, get a drink. Don't be like that asshole that we just had to talk to out front. And actually, don't be loitering. um, Because I'll I'll get you, motherfucker. Shout out to all of our guests last week. Shout out to Derek McClay Stash. Um, That's a big shout out. I know. Shout out to Mark Bednord's hair. And yeah. Flow. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to you, the viewer, because we appreciate you. And our podcast is growing, our little itty bitty podcast. So thank you for listening to episode nine of our guestless episode. Guestless episode. Guys, keep tuning in. We're going to. We're going to keep diving into stuff. And honestly, if you want, ask us shit that you want to talk about. I really, I'm like, we're open to talk about fucking anything on here. And we're trying to just give people something some that you'd put on. Yeah. Something that you would listen to while you're fucking around, while you're working with your flashlight, or while you're driving in traffic, or while you're <laughs> hanging out. In exactly. The, in the locker room. Exactly. So, mom, dad, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> So thank you guys for listening no, to the Players Lounge. Dad, this really hit me up. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next week. Fight on. Forever. And stay sexy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.